2: Deck the halls and make every Yuletide very gay. Welcome to the third and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning, right here on My Talk. Streaming all over the place out of My Talk app. Those bells were very long. Those were are long. Aggressive, Those uh, are aggressive Christmas wow. bells. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's some endurance there. Those jingle
2: uh-huh. bells got. Oh, no. I'm Jason Matheson, along with uh, Alexis Thompson and Dawn McClain. Now, before we get started, let me just remind you that today is Give to the Max Day. And we're going to remind you while we listen to lovely 70s era in-store Christmas music from Kmart. Mm. Lex, what are we doing here at my talk for Give to the Max Day?
1: Oh, well, you all know we love Alive and kicking. It's our senior friends who rock. Mm -hmm. We're doing this, of course, in honor of the cast and Michael Matthew Farrell, their beautiful, fearless leader. Unfortunately, he passed away from cancer. Mm. And so we're remembering him for sure. They're keeping the spirit and just the joy and fun. They have live performances where they're breaking down stereotypes, misperceptions of seniors, wisdom and zest for life. And if you donate $50, you'll also get a kick in it with My Talk t-shirts. So oh. keep that in mind when you are given to the max. Mm-hmm. At mytalk com keyword give.
2: That's it. Right there. Now, uh, a little bit of bad news, but good news for us. Uh, Dawn, <laughs> yeah. it seems I'm seeing no one in the call screener. So does that mean uh, no one answered today for Just Second not Chance? a good
0: week for Second Chance no. romance. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. No, okay. no, 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 nobody's there. Well,
2: oh. yeah, there we go. That's Maybe they lovely.
0: found love. Maybe they just
1: are <laughs> going even, out again.
2: Lex, you're even positive when the segment yeah. goes down the crapper. <laughs> These yeah. are,
0: just to be clear, it's not the same people from Tuesday that didn't pick up. This is a no. completely different couple
2: that are shunning us. Perfect. Oh. Great. That makes me feel so much better. And,
0: and it is both of them. <laughs>
2: Oh, great. So now not, was just so one now of it's
0: them. Just, it's multiple <laughs> people. Tuesday it was uh, just one of them. Now it's both. Great. So, the segment's
2: going so well.
0: I Wonderful. hope we have something to talk about.
2: We do. Oh, hey, um, not a lot of fun, but I do. I, it's important, and I, and I, I want to say this. You know, earlier in the week, I was uh, giving my opinion, you know, as we do, as one does on this show. Mm-hmm. I was uh, giving my thoughts on the Dave Chappelle monologue on SNL. Uh, that came under, uh, as most things that Dave does nowadays. Um, so that's why also I try to be careful. I don't want to just kind of go with the the flow of internet outrage. I want to kind of judge for myself. Uh, yeah. People accused Dave of kind of lacing in some almost hidden um, anti-Semitic jokes or tropes or kind of hinting at it. Um, and I came on the air, and it is the truth. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be a hypocrite or or lie because hello, it's on the tape there. I I thought it was funny, and I and I at the time I didn't really see anything. I didn't even really see anything that um, appeared overtly anti-Semitic. And and then I started talking to friends. I started not so much talking, but I started seeing Facebook posts from people that I trust.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, and one in particular is one of the dearest women in my life. And that's, uh, hey, 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 Haley Hurst, who is my ride or die. And uh, she's a member of the Jewish community. And she and her sister, Shelly, hi shall love you uh, posted an article from a rabbi. And I'm not going to go through the whole thing. Uh, I would encourage you to do so, and I'll send Alexis the link so we can put it up. And 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 basically, the the thing was titled "What Chappelle Got Right," um, and the sub headline was "Dave Chappelle's SNL monologue was offensive, but there were some things that we can learn from it." And basically, the the the, the main thing was his monologue. In the eyes of this rabbi, and now that I went back and watched after reading this article, I would agree, minimized and basically trivialized anti-Semitism. And also the thing that stuck out with me so much is, from this article, is the, the concept of oof, too soon. Um, because if this was, I don't want to say a normal time, but, uh, and I don't even know if it would be acceptable 15 years ago. But this monologue is being delivered in a time of, sadly, a huge spike of Mm -hmm. anti-Semitism, anti-Jewish attacks, literally violent and otherwise. I mean, we just saw it. We just told you about it in the first hour. One of the new stars of The Real Housewives of New York uh, probably very excited that she was going to be on this pop culture icon. She quit mm-hmm. because of anti-Semitic attacks on her and her family. The moment she was announced as part of the cast, that's sickening. Um. Now here's my, so I read this article. I took it in. I have no problem admitting when I'm wrong and I have no problem having a learning moment. This bluntly was a learning moment for me. And I feel bad if it, you know, kind of dis. and I, this, the word disappointed, I hate when people that don't know me use it, but if I disappointed my hail or anybody else in my life, I I, I feel, I'm very sorry. Uh, But I did, I listened, which is so, I listened to what other people were saying.
1: Is this the same, is this Rabbi Josh Yudder, who, is this... The article because I, I read Jeffrey a Jeffrey Salkin. Oh, okay. Did you read a similar one? I read a similar one, one, one um, by another rabbi, and uh, he made a really great point, um it, like you said, that there's, you know, of course, there's anti-Semitism in in the monologue, but that the key point for him is that there are double standards in who can say what about whom. Oh. And I just thought that was a very interesting take on it, and I think he's a hundred percent right about that.
2: I like that, Lex. I like that as far as that's another learning moment.
1: Yeah. Um, And then the Jewish Civil Rights Organization, um, Jonathan Greenblatt, he um, it's for the Anti-Defamation League. He wrote about it as well. And he just says, you know, look, and we can say this about any rock star, any um, comedian's for sure, that they're not society's moral compass, right? Um, But him and the organization's more disturbed by SNL, um, not just normalizing it, but popularizing anti-Semitism. And on top of that, it caught the best ratings that SNL has had in a very, very long time. I think I part of it is because of the appeal that, yeah. of Chappelle, um, but yep. also the backlash afterward as well. So, um, and he asks a really important questions oh, question. Why are Jewish sensitivities denied or diminished at almost every turn? And why does our trauma trigger applause?
0: Yep. Oh, such a...
2: Yep. That gets you.
0: It I mean that you yeah, can really understand does.
2: and it's you know and this doesn't have anything cuz I'm against you know I'm I'm not I'm not this isn't having anything to do with being overly sensitive or uh, overly woke this is don't even try that's not what this is cuz I'm against all of that you know that I think by and large by and large we have gotten to a point where you can't say I've I've complained about it for 6 years 7 years you can't say anything without offending people this is not that this is just some critical thinking about a particular.
1: Yeah. Routine. Yeah. And Jerry you know what Seinfeld, I mean? You know what he said, too, which I think is, yep. uh, you know, for someone being in the com- the you know, comedy world as well.
2: And the Jewish community and the
1: Jewish community. He just hopes that it you know, he said he felt uncomfortable and that that would not, definitely not have been the subject matter that he went to. Um, but he hopes that it has the result is a productive conversation. And um, hopefully that's what
0: this is. Yeah. yeah, and we had our uh, one of our listeners, Ann, who called, and she was really hurt that we found it funny. But she said it, you know, she was very calm, and she yeah. wasn't mean. She just said, I really want you to go back and listen to it again. I, she said, I am Jewish, and for me, it really was offensive, and it it, it hurt. And yeah. so if you could please just watch it again through my eyes, basically. Yep. And so thank you to to and for calling and, and that's you know what we've done so
2: absolutely because
0: we can't know you know we can't ever know so just to try to understand people is, yep. is the most important thing and have a conversation and a dialogue about it
2: uh, and you know we're a goofy show a goofy uh, station by design I say this a lot and we've had to tackle and sadly we've had to ta- tackle a lot of these moments where we have to take an exit ramp off of our format but I love these conversations and I know Alexis does too I think it's one of the things our show can do well. Uh, we can talk about Alexis's matching Cracker Barrel gown, uh, in no, one minute. Yeah. Now, Rocky I've right tur- now, now I've turned it into a gown, but we can talk about her Cracker Barrel gown in one moment <laughs> yes. and take a moment to do this, which I think is important because my God, I know I can come across snarky and we can come across in one way or another, but we never want to, uh, uh, purposely offend anyone or make someone sad for heaven's sake. Um, I do want to play to wrap this up before we go to break. Jon Stewart had another interesting take, which I agree with. I may not like Chappelle's monologue, but I am not one for censoring people. I am not. I think that actually shuts down conversations that can possibly make folks understand both positions. Yes. If you just censor people, the conversation stops and that's not what we should be doing. Here's a little bit of what Jon Stewart said.
3: Now, now I, everybody obviously calls me and says, like, did you see Dave on SNL? And I'm like, yes, we're, we're very good friends. I always watch and send nice texts. He normalized anti-Semitism with the monologue. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know if you've been on comment sections on most news articles, but uh, it's pretty normal. <laughs> like, anti-Semitism, I mean, I, I, as you know, it's it's incredibly normal. But the one thing I will say is, I don't believe that censorship and and penalties are the way to end anti-Semitism or to not gain understanding. I don't believe in that. And I think it's the wrong way for us to approach it. Kyrie Irving, they suspended him from playing basketball. If you want to punish this man, send him to the Knicks. I think that would be... (laughs) Because I look at it like this. Anti-Semitic? Perhaps, but he can create his own shot. And that's what we're looking for. No, but in, in, in all seriousness, you know, th- penalizing somebody for having a thought, I don't think is the way to change their minds or, or gain understanding. This is a grown-ass man. And the idea that you would say to him, we're going to put you in a timeout. You have to sit in the corner and stare at the wall until you no longer believe that the Jews control the international banking system. <laughs> like, we have to get past this yeah. in the country. Yes. The ability to... Look, people think this. People think Jews control Hollywood. People think Jews control the banks. And to pretend that they don't and to not deal with it in a straightforward manner, we will never gain any kind of understanding with each other. Well, what are you...
2: John Stewart on Stephen Colbert. I think various perspectives we brought to you. Also, Hannah Einbinder from uh, Hacks. Uh, Hacks. I would encourage you to read her perspective, too. Thanks for allowing us uh, to stop being goofy for a few minutes to, to, to talk about this. If we made anyone sad or disappointed, you know, I, I apologize. I have no problem saying I was wrong, and I took it as a learning moment. And I so appreciate it. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt
0: Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert,
2: Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning.
0: Oh, what's that? I got him. That again? Jason and
2: Alexis, yeah, I'm hunting again. Uh, Jason and Alexis in the morning, right here on My Talk. It's time for the big headlines of the day in the dirt to lit with Don McClain. Hello, Don McClain.
0: Hello. Brendan Fraser is getting a lot of buzz around the movie that's upcoming. We'll be able to see called The Whale. Um, <sighs> it's the movie where he uh, gained a. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. To play this character it tells the story of a reclusive english teacher living with severe obesity who attempts to reconnect with his estranged teenage daughter for one last chance at redemption so heavy role for him Mm -hmm. Um, he is really getting a lot of oscar buzz now um he if it does get any type of a golden globe um consideration he won't be attending Mm -hmm. and uh buzzfeed Mm -hmm. is here to remind you why You know, he had a comeback, but for years and years, he felt like that he was ostracized from the Golden Globe community because he had allegations against the former president of the Mm -hmm. Golden Globes. There was an incident that happened. Um, GQ asked him, listen, if the Hollywood Foreign Press Association um, respects you for this role, will you participate? And he said, no, I will not. He says, it's because of the history that I have with them. Uh, and my mother didn't raise a hypocrite. You can call me a lot of things, but not that. So in 2018, he alleged that Philip Burke, he was the Hollywood Foreign Press president he, uh, behind the Golden Globes, he groped him during a luncheon. Oh. Yes, 15 Ooh. years earlier. So he revealed this in 2018. Uh, he said the incident caused him to retreat and question if the Hollywood Foreign Press has blacklisted him due to a lack of professional opportunities at the time. Um, Now, this guy claims that Mm. it was a total fabrication, and he only pinched him jokingly. They did an investigation, um, Mm. and then Brendan Fraser was asked to sign a joint statement saying that the evidence supports that... uh, Philip Burke's behavior was intended to be taken as a joke and not as a sexual advance, and he said, "I'm not signing that." No Because no. you When you know, you know. Yeah. It's uh, either like yes. You know what I'm saying? Like you know when something is a sexual advance and when it isn't. Yes. And there's no way that this man, in my eyes, would come out and claim something like no. that.:
2: You know what? Joking pinch. Whatever the hell like, that is. But
0: groping is another yeah. thing. Yeah. So um, mm. the Golden Globes are not an option for Brendan. And he says um, Good for him. He, he does intend to participate in the campaigns for other awards. He says, I owe it to myself. I owe it to the filmmakers. I know I owe it to those fans who paid to come and see me and stand in line in the sun and all of that. I owe it to my kids. This is my shot. So you can read his full interview in GQ um about this and um just so you know that man because of other issues has does not work for the golden globes anymore doesn't have anything to do with brendan's claims but that guy is out anyway Mm. but still he wants to be true to himself yes and stand up for people who you know have experiences like this happen to him and be an example so Good for you. I hope you win all the awards. Yes.
2: I think you will. Yes. I, I can't, can't wait just... to see them. Ah.
0: Yes. Okay. Well, um, we're going to go, Alexis, yeah. if you want to go. Jason and I are going to go if you want to go see it. There's
2: the a whale. screening, Lex. Oh,
0: if you,
1: can. oh you guys yeah. are? Interesting.
0: Yeah. Okay. when is that? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll talk later. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: It's G- a press screening. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Jesse Tyler Ferguson and um, uh, Justin Mikita. Boy, is he hot. They welcome their Who? second baby via surrogate. Jesse Tyler Ferguson from Modern Family oh, his, oh. His husband. had a, another um, baby via surrogate. Oh yeah, um, and man, his husband is
2: is good looking. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, okay. let's see here. He's you've got to yeah. find him. Just type in oh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson husband. husband. All right. husband. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Look at those teeth. Yeah. Oh,
2: good he's looking. Very cute. What kind a, of a great mm-hmm. couple. I mean, kind yeah.
0: Of, once again, I feel like he kind of looks like Colin a little bit.
2: A little bit.
0: Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> Tall, dark, and handsome. Uh huh.
2: I know. He does. No, he does. He that they've been together <laughs> for a while too.
0: They yes. have. Yeah. They've been together
2: for a long time.
0: This is, that's good. I'm happy for them.
2: I am that's too. So cool. Cute couple.
0: All righty. Um, there is a documentary coming out about the man who sued Pepsi for a jet. Um, Pepsi, where's my jet? <laughs> That's what it's called. What? It premieres today, and tells the story of this guy, John Leonard. Um, he found a loophole that allowed him to buy enough Pepsi points to get a jet. <laughs> 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 now you could win nice. things. You could win things like you know baseball caps, t-shirts, mountain bikes, with one upbeat. Uh, television ad joking that a military grade Harrier jet could be had for a whopping 7,000 points. So it didn't feature any disclaimer. Okay. And so uh, there was no fine print or legal notice telling viewers it was a joke. So anyway, oh. this comes out today. All right. And it's called well. Pepsi Where's My Jet? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is a great film. title.
0: Yeah, it is. <laughs>
2: that is a great title. I can't wait to watch that. I won't that. tell
0: you what happens, but, you know, yeah. maybe something light to watch today.
2: Yeah. yeah. For more stories like this, go to MyTalk1071.com. When we come back, Kevin Spacey, ugh, when we return. Uh.
0: And now, a really ridiculous and most likely offensive moment from Pat Robertson.
3: Most gays, if they're having a wedding, don't want pizzas, they want cake.
0: This has been a really ridiculous and offensive moment from Pat Robertson.
2: (laughs) I don't know about that, Pat.
0: I don't know where he got (laughs) that info.
2: I don't know. It's not true. I've been a part of a gay wedding that's actually just a wedding. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's the wedding. It's the wedding. And we had cake and pizza, just FYI. Yeah. Jason and Alexis <laughs> in the morning, live on My Talk 071 and live streaming around the Earth and other planets too, perhaps at dot com. Okay, before we go any farther and talk about gross Kevin Spacey, uh, yeah. let's talk about something much, much, much happier and much more delightful. It is Give to the Max Day. That's right. And we're celebrating in a very special way here at My Talk, right, Lex?
1: Yes, we are. We love Alive and Kicking, our senior friends who rock. And this year, if you donate $50, we're going to send you a limited edition Kicking It With My Talk t shirt. Which is awesome. If you're not familiar with Alive and Kickin', they break down stereotypes, misperceptions of seniors. They have performances, live performances throughout the cities. And it's just really fun to see their wisdom, their zest for life, and it just comes together in a beautiful performance and uh, it fosters community and just a this is a beautiful time. So if you are into that. Maybe you want to join the cast of Alive and Kickin'. <laughs> you can check that out, yeah. too. We to qualify audition. soon. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. This is my future. I don't know about
0: you guys,
2: mm-hmm. but what
0: I'm, fun. I don't know if I can kick, but yeah. I am alive. That's right.
2: Well, you have Next half thing? of it down. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
1: MyTalk1071.com keyword give. It's all through GiveMN.org, which is, of course, a very uh, reliable and safe place to donate. So, uh, check that out. And, of course, other places, too, to donate this year as well.
2: That's right. Thank you in advance. Get that t-shirt. or Yeah. It's really cute. It is. Nice design there. So, go get that. Gross. Kevin Spacey. What's he doing?
1: Yeah, he's pretty gross. Oh, man. Well, looks like you know, you have that small victory against um, Anthony Rapp. Remember, he said that he molested yeah. him as a teenager uh, and a New York jury sided with Kevin Spacey. That was a $40 million civil lawsuit. Well, I- in the UK, he's now being charged with seven more sexual offenses. These are th- uh, three incidences, alleged sexual assaults from 2001 to, th- to 2004. This is on top of the five counts of sexual assault that he's already being set to stand trial for next summer. He's pled not guilty to those five counts. Um, So now these are additional accounts here of alleged sexual abuse. The other thing that I think is really interesting is that he is expected to make his first speaking gig. He hasn't done this in five years. He's going to have a master class in Italy's National Museum of Cinema. And he'll also receive a Lifetime Achievement Award. What? This um, is in ma- January. Oh, my. A, ma-
2: a master class on how to be a perv?
1: No. See. Oh, yeah. come there you go. on. I'm just saying. Yeah. <sighs> alleged It's per- about act acting, per- I guess. But uh, but uh, right. it's all alleged. Per- but you look, at this per- point, like, he's, you know, five counts, seven counts. Anthony, there's other people, too. This is just the beginning, it appears, uh, for him. And that just... This is just between 2001 and 2004, many years, of course, after that, um, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. But of course, he's, you know,
2: and there are many, many puffs of smoke. Yeah.
1: Yes, absolutely. There's lots of puffs of smoke.
0: There is. I actually have a personal story. If you remember uh, Lake of the Ozarks, my ex-boyfriend was from there. His um, his high school buddy. Really good-looking kid. Went off to be an actor in L.A. Um, He ended up being a a P.A. or either an extra on a set where Kevin Spacey was. And Kevin Spacey was constantly talking to him. Gave him his personal phone number. And we were in the room when he actually called. He was on set doing a scene. And he goes, hold on a second. And like, because the dude's like, I don't know what to do. I feel like he's kind of hitting on me. and I'm straight, but... Maybe he could get me a lot of opportunities. I, I don't know. Seriously, it happened. And we were like, all like, <sighs> oh my God, it really is Kevin Spacey. And he was like doing some scene where he's like, hold on, kind of like being showy, showing off. Like, oh. You know, he was on the set of something. I don't know where he was going to ride a motorcycle. That's all I remember. But we were like, kind of like, I don't know. What do you do? I was like 21 yeah. at the yeah, time. or was twenty. 20. Um, that would was have this been, around the same
1: time period?
0: Nineteen ninety three or ninety four, oh. maybe Usual Suspects. I okay. Gosh, I love that movie.
1: Yeah, but yes, that's. Um, mm.
0: It was like, oh, well, maybe he's gay, and we were just talking about it. It was a weird thing. Yeah. Oh. He didn't do any. Ugh. I mean, from what I know, there were no advances, but uh, you know.
2: Just the phone call.
0: The phone call alone to was creepy. To this guy that he doesn't know. He, the kid is 20. In the water, he's, you know, he's making him his personal little buddy for no reason. You know, I... It, mm-hmm. And no he seemed reason. like he was flirtatious. That's what the guy said. So.
2: Well. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, there you go. I guess we'll see what happens. There's nothing wrong. Uh, and, and I'm not like condemning like, being gay or anything, of course. But yeah. he was Oh no! Like, but I just if you're want being to lecherous.
2: Oh yeah. If there, there's gay, and there's uh, there's flirting, yeah. and then there's being lecherous, and there's being a gross. And
0: those are two different and things.
2: Two different things.
0: <laughs> so let's separate those. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, some potentially gross people. Yeah. Um, Elon Musk. So. He wrote an email to the staff.
1: This is so bold. ridiculous. What is he doing?
2: Oh my God. So this email comes out. You know how we make fun of B. Arthur's emails all the time. I will never, I shouldn't say that, never. I'll make fun of her tomorrow, probably. But um so he wrote an email to the Twitter people, to the staff, his employees. <laughs> yes. Okay. And They, in the email, he writes, there needs to be a commitment to hardcore behavior. (laughs) You must commit to a new hardcore Twitter or leave the company with severance. Quote, this will mean working long hours at high intensity. Only exceptional performance will constitute a passing grade. And on this email, if you weren't willing to be hardcore, this is not a joke.
0: Hardcore.
2: If you were not willing to be hardcore, there was literally a button <laughs> on the email where you could opt out of being hardcore. I guess that any conversation. It's just, I'm
1: yeah.
0: out, bye. I mean, did it say hardcore and then softcore? Seriously. <laughs> like if you Softcore. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. It says, literally, it's- <laughs> the email said, if you do not, down below, click yes. I'm, you know, basically, I'm ready to yes, be hardcore. if you
0: want to go with me, no, if you don't.
2: Yes. It's
0: like a fifth grade love letter. Yeah. What an ultimatum. I wonder yeah. what.
1: How many people chose that fork in the road? <laughs> to be hardcore? Yes. Yeah, or to be softcore? Yeah. Like, Peace out. Give me my three month severance. I should he- all
0: the people that left should get t shirts that say, I'm softcore.
2: Yeah. Oh and my gosh. T- yes. And the email was, uh, I love a good subject line. It could be Arthur's email sometimes. She needs to work on her subject lines. They're not real creative. But oh. um, the subject line in this one was a fork in the road. <laughs> yeah. A fork in the road. Oh, my yeah. God.
0: The Washington Post got a hold of this. Somebody <laughs> sent it to him and they published
2: it. I know. It's hysterical. Little Lord Farquaad is uh, like on a tear, man. He is oh my gosh. unbelievable. Oh, a fork just, in the road. You know. <sighs> just... So
0: what's Mastodon? We need to explore that.
2: What's what do you mean? What's that? That's ma- what's another
0: ma- That's <sighs> another social platform like Twitter that people are going to. Oh.
2: Oh. Oh, God. I don't need another one. No. I'm barely. No, just get God. off Twitter. I got Twitter Twitter Be Real. Then, oh, okay. I'll go to that, go that to one. And then
0: go to Mastodon. Oh, decentralized
1: social media is what they call themselves. Interesting.
0: Not I'm the deaf. rock band Mastodon.
1: Yeah. Or chewing.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. Chewing?
1: <laughs> I guess that's <laughs> masticating.
0: <laughs> oh. A, or a mastodon, a masticating, like masticating.
2: <laughs> what I we don't talk about that on our show. I don't
0: think. <laughs> Let's talk about old dinosaurs also. Yeah, as that's well. right. Um, oh, God. The OG mastodon.
2: Uh huh. We're going to take a break. Uh, We're going (laughs) to metastasize or whatever we're doing. Um,
1: That's right. We're going to
2: mastodon this commercial break. (laughs) And we're going to explore our fork in the road. And we'll be right back.
0: and now on
1: jason and alexis in the morning a message from our sponsor
3: from like
1: the 70s or 80s They got ranges heaters power tools they got tv
2: toasters waiting pools they got hi-fi hammers hoses rakes they got all the very finest makes stop and shop at kmart get the best in name brand merchandise the guarantee the quality and discount the price They got washers, dryers, bassinets, they got sprinklers, toasters, wire nets, they got broilers, records, vacuum cleaners, barbecues to roast your wieners, ranges, heaters, power
3: tools, they got TV toasters. This has been a Jason and Alexis Classic Commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show.
2: That's right. They got power tools and grills to roast your wieners. Welcome back. That
0: was a cute little jingle there.
2: Mm-hmm. 1962 Kmart radio ad. Jason and Alexis in the morning. We're here on the radio, actually, though it's not 1962, it's <laughs> 2022. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn. Uh, hey, tomorrow, um, if you're in a boot in Roseville, a little uh, programming note. I'm actually going to be in studio with uh, the ladies tomorrow because. Uh, the Jason show is going to be live at Rosedale Center for a holiday kickoff show. So um oh, Yeah, it's uh, going to be a blast. So we have some uh, 40, 40 people. One little VIP experience; they get gift bags, and but uh, everyone else can come uh, join the fun. You don't need to take it to show up. Um, we're on the little courtyard in front of Von Mar. Von Mar. Mm. Oh yes, it's very sweet. Uh, so come join us. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's tomorrow on the show. And uh, don't forget to download the newest episode of Two Fairy Godfathers. Uh, we dropped it this week, and it's a fundamental episode. Uh, everything you need to know about using their line-skipping uh, service called Genie Plus. Do you need it? How do you use it? The tips and tricks that we use, um, it's all right there. It's a must-listen to before your next trip. So uh, download that wherever you get your podcast. And then uh, Don and Kenny's podcast, News from the Krabby Coffee Shop, GarageLogic.com for the newest episode what of Let's talk
1: about Dawn. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, gosh, I got really mad about I was very crabby about something. Um, oh, that's well, that's perfect for your show. I mean, news from the crabby. Sometimes we just <laughs> let loose about something that's bothering us. Uh, for me, it was uh, somebody who's been trying to push us to come to their home. Those paranormal investigators. Immediately, oh. immediately.
2: Oh. Got it. Someone's not taking no for an answer.
0: Well, we said yes. We had to cancel because of the weather on Tuesday because it was sleeting ice mm-hmm. rain at night mm-hmm. and had yep. snowed. And that was unacceptable. Oh, no.
1: Oh, well. I mean, free, so... Uh, Thank you.
0: Yeah, we have full-time jobs, so... Yeah. We put her before anyone else, but anyway, that's not good enough.
2: You shan't complain about free stuff. (laughs) You can't... If you're getting a service, especially if it's a service by human beings... Well,
0: and it's nature. And it was super far away. (laughs) It's
2: it's nature? Oh, the snow, okay. Yeah.
0: Nature, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Okay. That wasn't a big deal
2: for this person. We just have a few minutes. I just got... I almost want to take a picture. Did something happen with the two of yours' cameras? Yours? What do you mean? There's some, because I'm looking at it and I look really tall, and Lex, you shrank like since oh, the beginning of she, the show. Yeah,
0: she
1: shrank. Oh,
2: oh, there you go. Yes. But still, well, I you pushed my were, chair down. You it's and really Dawn. Her,
0: well, I can't go any higher, <laughs> and I'm further away from How my bad. camera. <laughs> if I stand it just, up, it's kind of the same anyway. Okay.
2: But- i just looked and i was like all tall and you two looked like lily tomlin in the incredible shrinking woman and i yeah. thought what had happened through, what happened during the show it just you're getting your shorter chair like that's what getting- happens
1: when you get old are you shorter now Ur, older. Oh, my
0: neck is shrinking for sure yeah I, I don't even have one i used to have a longer neck
2: Lex, what are you doing? Lex, what the hell are you I'm doing? I'm just feeling
0: my neck just to see.
2: You oh. have a neck, girl.
0: I mean, the length of it. <laughs> I'm still...
1: Brush I'm an beard, inch shorter. Girl.
2: Brush that beard. Mm. Are you... You're an inch shorter, Dawn? An inch shorter than I was Lex, in my uh, 20s. Uh, I'm not Lex, shorter, shorter, but I know
1: that my, my mom is definitely shorter, and she says something to look forward to. Oh, wow. I think it's all in my neck. they with these little nubs in her on her uh, knuckles.
3: I'm oh, I feel so bad.
1: They are so painful. They're like these little like nubbins, nubbins that are growing, and they're really painful. Because you know she's a sewist, so it's a big deal.
2: Oh. Um, and then, and then, um, knuckle nubbins. You I've never so heard of knuckle it's on nubbins. The, the last
1: knuckle before your nail. Oh, um, she gets a little. It's like a little growth that's just like this little bone nubbins. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm sure there's a technical name for it. I, I think it's maybe from arthritis, but. Oh, oh and then, I, then you start looking every. Once I saw that and I felt it, I was like, oh man. Is it a ganglion? And I started looking at other people's and they have it. Is it what?
0: A ganglion. I'm not sure what that means. That sounds like UT's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> ganglion is, my sister used to get them. They're, um, It's like a ball of nerves that grows up out of your skin. Oh, and you have to like the doctor, you should just hit it with a book and smash it. Oh,
2: Oh my gosh. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh,
0: Backwards medicine (laughs) is in Missouri. No, it was in California when we lived there. Yeah, bam. Just like, yeah, it works. It pops it or whatever. But it's a painful thing. Um.
2: Well, Lex, mom, oh. Lex, hit your mom with a book. But I guess Just I'll not. try it. It's
0: it's must be something else. You said it's like a oh, bone bony it's called growth,
1: Bouchard's nodes. They're bone growths near the middle <laughs> finger joints due to <laughs> what osteoarthritis.
2: What the oh, hell bless are they?
1: Her. Oh what? man.
2: Bernard's no nodes? no nodes. Nodes? Oh, you
1: yeah, have to be careful saying that. it's a node. Nads. <laughs> nads. <laughs> nads.
2: <laughs> Bernard's nads.
1: <laughs> I'm like, Les, oh, you tell do. your mom
2: she has Bernard's nads. <laughs> nads.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she says, Who's Bernard?
2: Bashard. I, I don't oh Bashard. Bashard Bashard. Who uh, the hell is Bichard? I don't
1: know. Why does he get nodes named after? Who is Bashard? Uh, hold up. Who is he? I'm And not- why are we
2: naming nodes after <laughs> I am him? I'm Googling
1: right okay. now. Tomorrow well, on the show. That's a
2: cliffhanger. That's a cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow. Find out where Bashard's nodes and nads came from. Go Whether out. or not he is on the Enterprise right. with Picard. <laughs> Go out there for be yourself. Because nobody can tell you your nodes are doing it wrong. Right? Lex? That's
1: right. You be you and you be those nodes. If you got those nodes, we love you. Talk tomorrow. Bye for now. <laughs>